0: I'm a called Jam. Hey, sports fans and savage fuckers, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Greg Medford Show. Greg here, Phoenix, Arizona. We've got a guest with us today we're going to talk about. She's a youngster. She's into shooting. We see a lot of the new generation popping in to these old things we've been doing. You know, a lot of us have been beating the drum for decades and decades doing this. A lot of us crazy ex-Marines and and uh, patriots alike. We see politicians making the assault at any given moment. Um, and I find it fascinating when, uh, when you let... When the world starts going to pot, I notice nobody's talking about gun control anymore, and I really like that. When everything's really hip-slick and cool and smooth, everyone's talking about gun control because they got it's like they can't help but put their hand up their own ass and start fucking around. And it's like things are going too smoothly. Things are going so nicely, we're just going to finger-paint with our own feces a little bit and screw up the Constitution. We're going to challenge it all. But then when you see a superpower or a former superpower or a... I don't know, somebody with a lot of nukes, goes and invades a country in Europe, all of a sudden the Europeaners, whom we pay for their defense, for whom we take care of, for whom we have had to step in two times in the last century, killing thousands and thousands of people to calm shit down, we can't get them most of the time to abide by any of their agreements in NATO, we can't get them to uh, uh, pay their fair share ever. They have been behind on their bills forever. They do not spend their 2%. They promise to be in NATO. And all of a sudden, they're game. All of a sudden, they're ready to... You know, Germany's even talking about spending more than 2%. Now, I don't know if I'm a true one. I mean, the Germans gave us their best, and we fucking killed them all. So there may not be a bunch of toothy Germans out there to be worried about. We may have just neutered that group just quite enough that maybe they won't rise up a couple times in this century. But... It just seems ironic to me once there's a little bit of danger and a little bit of fear, everybody pulls back their bullshit, and uh, we might even start pumping oil again in this country, who knows. But no one's talking about taking guns away, and all I see, I think we won't have a Second Amendment, a real Second Amendment conversation in this country for 40 years, and here's why. Because a country, a big goddamn country with a big military and a serious strong sense of self-identity and nationalism, which is a whole lot like us, got invaded by a nuclear power, and there were pictures of these wonderful people, these liberation-oriented, independent-oriented, not-be-taken-over-oriented citizens like us, were all handled, they were all handled costs. they were handed costs to defend themselves. The person with a rifle, man or woman, I saw, I've seen so many great images of young people, couples, standing in front of their apartment building. And here, they'd be wearing skinny jeans, and he'd be wearing fucking capri pants with some (laughs) queer bait looking shoes, and uh, he'd have his hair up in a top knot, and they would be uh, reveling in the latest latte, triple mocha latte foam bullshit from Starbucks. And you, I saw the same couple, and they're kind of scruffy, and their hands are dirty, and they're both carrying AK-47s, and they were holding hands. A romantic young couple in the middle of this. So I think it's apropos. We talked to somebody from that generation that we all kind of bag on a little bit. Uh, everybody I know in that generation struggles with the wokeity wokeness If they're right headed kids, they see around them a sea of wokeity woke bullshit. So we're gonna we have a young person in here today who's not from that wokeity woke. Uh, crowd and it's a pleasure to have her in so this is Adelina May you guys can find her on Instagram at a-d-e-l-i-n-a dot m-a-e Adelina May on Instagram now Instagram's irrelevant it's already dead and we're abandoning it as a company here pretty soon but she's still there playing around till the next thing comes along (laughs) yeah totally okay hey welcome aboard thanks for coming in thank
1: you for having me on this is super cool
0: um you got a tour through the factory I did is that your first factory tour you've ever been on
1: my first legit factory tour I've ever been on, yes. Okay,
0: legit factory, we'll take it.
1: I was very impressed, let's say that.
0: So, where'd you grow up?
1: I grew up in Orange, California.
0: In Orange? Yes. Okay, and uh, you got out of high school, didn't go to college. I did not. <clears throat> and uh, what do you want to do with your life?
1: Um, I want to shoot guns. <laughs>
0: it's awesome
1: that's what i would like to do no i actually i went to i went to school i was good at school i never had a problem with it it wasn't my thing i remember telling my mom i cannot see myself going to four more years of school and i went to emt school and i figured out i didn't want to see children die for minimum wage so i started personal training and then i started realizing that people actually greeted me with a smile and i liked what i did so i kind of just chased that route and that gave me a lot of flexibility to be able to shoot so that's kind of what i chased
0: Um, what are you shooting right now
1: as far as firearms Mm -hmm. as far as um well i'm shooting three gun so i have all of the above i'm shooting a CZ shadow 2 for competition i have a titan ar and then i'm shooting a vepper from dissident for my shotgun
0: all right cool and are you uh tell me at what level you're competing at
1: um i mean there's different ways to measure levels like uspsa i'm a class B shooter I okay. guess you could say um, oh,
0: well you know we've got a lot of people who watch the show who aren't necessarily shooters yeah. they're just kind of freedom loving knife slingers yeah so talk to us a little bit about the different levels in the USPCA so
1: and, USPSA, to, and that's the practical
0: shooting so you guys United States Practical Shooting Association is yes that so yeah.
1: it's all pistol for the most part I mean you can shoot PCC um but so that's kind of the level you're at so there's like I think there's D class unclassified D class C class B class A master and grandmaster so i'm definitely like middle of the pack here that's okay. cool i've only been shooting seriously for about three years like i told you mm-hmm. um but i haven't shot uspsa in probably a year now okay. i've been really focusing on multi-gun especially with the last year with low ammo stuff i mm-hmm. was shooting minimal matches and just kind of really focusing on that and then also focusing on my side teaching stuff and then work and living a life as a 20 year old and trying to figure stuff out so yeah. um but Definitely like middle of the pack, but I can say that I could probably like walk up to somebody on the street and be like, "Okay, let's go shooting," you know. So. So I you're mean, super
0: comfy, but you're working your way in. Yeah, you're, absolutely. It, and you want to be a master class shooter at some point. Yeah, yeah. How yeah. long do you think that journey takes?
1: Um, I mean, I don't think you ever stop learning. That's of course not.
0: But when do you become, you know, you get you get stomped in as a master class shooter at some point.
1: I mean, there's classifiers to do it, so you have to prove yourself. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how long it would take me. I'm one of those people that I have to work at it. It doesn't just come naturally to me. Do you have any
0: instructors you're working with?
1: Um, I've worked with quite a few people. I've worked with my Pannone. I've worked with Taryn. I've worked with... um, Who else have I worked with? I, mean, I have had a lot of great friends in the industry that have helped out a lot.
0: Do you have a mentor that's coaching you get there now, or are you just kind of working it on your own? Currently,
1: no, okay. um, since I moved away from everybody that mm-hmm. I know. Um, mm-hmm. But Mike Panone for sure, has helped me a lot mentally and physically and pushed just incredibly. Um, I was introduced to him at a really young age, and I've worked with him a lot. So he's definitely pushed really hard and made me a better shooter, as well as Taryn Butler. Um, Like I said, I haven't shoot, shot USPSA in quite a while um and that i remember going from c class to b class in like a month and then going from unclassified and skipping d class and going to c class in like two months so if i push really hard and like
0: how many times how many times a week are you shooting now
1: um none right now i mean one one a week.
0: Is it the ammo? Is that um,
1: the deal? Ammo and work. I work about 12 hours a day. What are you doing for work? Um, I'm a personal trainer.
0: Okay. So where I work you, about 12 hours a day. Where do you do that at?
1: Um, Chandler. I yeah. work for a company called Ideal Physiques. Okay. Um, but I work out of Atlas Training F- Facility in Chandler. So got a long drive and I work a lot. And I like what I do, but it takes a lot of my time. And then weekends I'm traveling. My family's still in California, so I see them.
0: How did you grow up? Uh, tell everybody where Orange is if they don't know.
1: I grew up in Southern California. It's about 30 minutes south of L.A.
0: So uh uh is it inland or is it close to the coast?
1: Twenty minutes away from the coast.
0: Okay. So it's uh, halfway between San Diego basically and, yeah. and uh LA. And for everybody out there in the hinterlands, tell us how we get a 20-year-old, uh, cute little Southern California girl that bails on California and wants to shoot all the time.
1: You have a dad that was a cowboy.
0: <laughs> Your dad's a cowboy?
1: I grew up with a dad. I mean, I grew up in horse country. Like, I grew up in a very small equestrian community, so I grew up on horses. I grew up shooting, camping, doing all that kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. luckily, I was raised with that, especially nowadays. I'm so glad I know how to, like, start a fire and do something if something were to go down. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I feel prepared. Um, but I grew up hunting, grew up doing that kind of stuff. My dad actually became part of a church security team, and the church security team was taking him shooting, you know, just like going out, training, making sure, like vetting their guys. And I was like sixth or eighth grade. So I was like 12 because I was young for my grade. I was like, well, I want to go. Why, why can't I go? Like, no, she's not allowed to come. Like, we're not taking the girl for shooting, no.
0: Is it a big church? It must be a big church. It was a big church, yeah. Yeah, because I know a church out here that's got a uh, security team. And yeah. It, and it's like all the all the ex-Marine it's members. It's pretty intense, ch- yeah. 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 They're, they're all, I'm, I'm always like... God, if anybody ever pulls up to throw down on that bunch, they're just going to get blamed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, so funny.
1: So, I mean, like, they finally, my dad was like, well, you're just going to come and just, like, prove yourself. So I went out there, and I was, like, 12 years old with a 1911 shooting with all the guys. and I'm like, all right, she can say. And then eventually, like, I was able to drive. My dad had to get more busy with work. I was half online in high school. So I started going to the range with them at, like, 7 a.m., and I would pack up my stuff and go to school, 12, go to school, and that was my training. So I would go two, three times a week in high school. And then they were like, okay, well, we've trained you to the extent of our ability, so now you got to start shooting competitions to get better and pushing yourself. So that's when I started falling in love with it, and that was not what I was interested in. I was not like, I want to be a competition shooter. I kind of just fell on my lap and then started doing You're gonna things. you going to go into military? I wanted to for a very, very long time.
0: Yeah?
1: That was, all I wanted to do was be a combat medic in the Marines, and I decided not to.
0: <laughs> what changed your mind?
1: Um, I knew a lot of Marines and they were kind of just like, we don't think that's a good decision for you. (laughs) Um, safety wise, like for your safety within the branch. I mean, they had their reasons and you know, my dad being my dad is going to be like, no, I don't want you to do that. So I just kind of shifted my focus and I was like, okay, maybe I'll go sheriff's here. And that's when I did EMT school. And I liked EMT school. I thought it was cool, but I couldn't see myself going through another year for paramedic school and like still hating my job as an EMT. So I was like, I don't really know if I want to do that. I still love the medical side of things.
0: So you kind of don't even know really what you want to do yet. We got yeah. To... I
1: mean, like I'm in a I'm in a transitionary period for sure. I have a direction where I'm going and what I want to do. I have big lofty goals, but I mean, career wise, I'm not set in a career.
0: Yeah. What are, What are your some of your lofty goals? Tell us.
1: Um, well, my whole goal was to own a house by the time I was 21. Okay. So I still got a few more months. That's
0: doable. So that's super doable.
1: Yeah. I have like seven more months.
0: Okay. 10, 21. What else?
1: Um, well, obviously I want to, I want to own multiple properties. So I want to do that kind of thing. Have that be a side income. I would love to own a gym. I think, I mean, I've competed in bodybuilding three times this past year. So yeah. I love that industry. I don't know. I would love to just shoot guns and just...
0: Be shoot rad. guns and be landlordess yeah. and uh and own a gym. Yeah. All right. And basically all I wanna
1: that. shoot guns, lift weights, and just like do cool things. I'll you fly just, helicopters with you. You
0: just described most of the dudes I know. Most yeah. of the dudes I know are like, you know pretty much I wanna kinda like shoot. I wanna work out. I mean,
1: if I could blow stuff up, that'd be rad too.
0: Yeah. Well <laughs> there are that job is out there for you, I but know. but it, I know. it might not make your dad happy. I know. There's probably never been a better time to, like, go do that because, you know, we're just getting out of too long, protracted conflicts, and we usually have a little bit of peace before we get our freak on, but we'll get our freak on soon enough. When I was a young person, it was so funny. Conflict came up, and I got deployed, and after it was over, like, well, I'll never have one of those again. I'm going to get out. And then, you know, like seven years later, all hell breaks loose, and we end up in a 20-year war, and I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Because that was the greatest thing ever. Being on deployment, I thought was the greatest thing ever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be rad. I think it'd be a good time for me. I actually got told this morning that somebody told me that they think I would be bored because I'd have to wait for so much. It's
0: it's super bored. Yeah. I mean, that's the big thing about it. I mean, you know, you have to have like a veterans who tell you about their great stories are generally you could put all of their great stories into a seven day period. Yeah. And they were in for like 15 years. So it's just a God awful grind of hurry up and wait. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, and I got out because it didn't serve me well. Like I, I I didn't serve it well. I was annoyed by the dead time. Mm -hmm. I was annoyed by all the polishing and the scrubbing. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's not 1840. There's more productive things we could be doing right now. And so it drove me crazy. So you're probably doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and so you, you just moved out here to Arizona. What brought you out here?
1: not being in california
0: just getting out of california
1: well partially i wanted to get out of california there's a lot of opportunity here business-wise like i could have a lot of jobs here that were higher paying than actually coming in california yep. and as well as obviously all the firearms companies all the matches out here it's easier to travel i needed to get out of california my parents are leaving too they're moving out of state so Where are they going? they're going to idaho yeah they're actually sold their house their last day and their house is the fourth which is in like four days Idaho's
0: games. Idaho's pretty cool. I think it's
1: pretty cool. I it's know. far and it's cold, but it's pretty cool. I like it.
0: Yeah, a lot. and they don't like Californians there. No, they don't. You got to change your license plate <laughs> <Yeah>. right away. <laughs> you do. Mine's you
1: actually did. still California. You
0: almost seen a neck tattoo that says "fuck California." Yeah, I know. Or something about, yeah. All right, you're okay.
1: Yeah, they try to keep it quiet up there. I mean, everybody's really nice, and half the people up there are from California. I
0: know. I know. So. I, I
1: mean, I like it up there.
0: You know, the only people left in California got going to be a bunch of dirty, rotten, ga- com- gun-grabbing commies.
1: Or people who don't have the balls to get out.
0: Yeah, well. Because <laughs> I know quite a few of those, Almost the same too. thing. <laughs> well, um, cool. So uh, you have rerooted. you've uh, uh, put down roots here. Did you come here by yourself? I did, yeah. That's pretty ballsy.
1: Yeah. I mean, I have my dog.
0: you got you and your dog here from California. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. And then uh, did you just go rent an apartment, or what'd you do?
1: I actually rented a house. Yeah? I had an apartment in california and i was like screw this my dog needs a backyard and i mm-hmm. need a driveway and a garage yeah yeah, so, yeah you
0: need a garage for all your reloading yeah totally. do, you re- do you reload yet
1: <laughs> i mean i have i don't do it myself because it's just too much i know that i'm gonna screw it up so i don't want to be all responsible for small <laughs> my screw up so i'd rather not do that well
0: you know that's part of the craft of being a shooter is you, yeah. you got to spend some time yeah. doing that
1: i um, have a lot of buddies like a lot of really close friends here and i'll go do it with them mm-hmm. kind of thing but i'm just not at that point where i'm like oh gosh i don't know if i can take that on yet
0: um, I'm trying to imagine a, a neighborhood in this town where a guy's like walking by with his dog and he sees you in there with the like blonde, blonde hair, your <laughs> little workout truck. outfit, you're like reloading <laughs> with a pickup truck out front you to be like, what? what kooky universe of I landed on? in I here. I
1: know that and my dirt bikes in the car and not in the car. In sure.
0: Oh, are you know, are you what, what kind of dirt biking you do?
1: um well to be fair i'm very new to this okay yeah. um, i grew up on dirt bikes but i didn't have my own big girl bike and yeah. then i bought a big girl what's bike. what's your big
0: girl bike you got? i have
1: a yz250f oh nice so i actually was told like maybe you need a smaller bike because i apparently crash a lot do you crash a lot i just send it because i'm like oh, i might as well just try it so i just go for it and then i end up going off cliff and so
0: yeah you can get yourself pretty effed up I wear like a full, I I wear a full body armor when I ride.
1: All of it. Yeah, you should. Because if I don't, I know I'm going to get hurt. And I I have
0: flipped my bike over radically and kind of gotten up and I thought I should be all fucked up and I got up and I was like, oh, pretty good. And that was like, that was like, you know, like six months ago. So even in my middle-aged decrepit state, the shadow of my former fit self, um, being, (laughs) being protected is a big deal. I mean,
1: my older brother almost died last year riding so my dad really does want me to get rid of my bike but there is something about having a carbureted bike and like just knowing that like if shit hit the van i could go ride it's a go bike
0: You know, the big thing out here is make sure you uh, when you're not running it and through the summer, keep the gas out of it because yeah. it all just gunks up. And it's I mean, I usually try to run to the gas
1: out of it every, night, every time I'm done riding, but <laughs>
0: really, I try. Right until it's empty.
1: No, I just try to run the gas out of it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I know I let mine sit through the summer and I had to bring it into the shop and I had to clean it all out. I was like, ah, I got a KTM 350. I ride around yeah. So I live right on the edge of the desert, so I can just yeah. open up. I got a conics box out back. I can just open it up and just kind of go ride. Yeah. Uh, how far in East Valley are you?
1: I am all the way east.
0: Holy smokes. I'm not
1: in Apache Junction, but I'm all the way east in Mesa. Yeah. So... 10 minutes and i'm in the desert
0: oh that's pretty cool so
1: it's cool i can load up load up the truck my boyfriend did end up moving out here so he's out here and he's really good at mechanical stuff so when i don't know how to fix the bike he helps me out nice. basically I, I say that i crash it on the weekends and he fixes it on monday
0: <laughs> but oh my he's God, he's, awesome. your, he's your support staff
1: yeah he's awesome he's cool all
0: right what's your boyfriend's name andre andre thanks for being the support staff for uh, the crazy girl from california <laughs> uh you got anything you want to promote out here besides um, your uh Instagram yes. site? yeah let's hear it
1: um so i actually like i said i kind of transitioned from shooting a ton of matches this past year to teaching events so my whole thing is i saw a need in my mom i grew up with guns i know how to shoot my dad knows how to shoot but i was like okay we have guns around the house as anybody with guns and my mom's like oh yeah i know how to protect myself i'm like no you don't you know how to pull the trigger you don't know how to clear a malfunction. You don't know how to load your own mags. You don't know how to change the magazines if I told you to. So you're going to come to the range with me and I'm going to show you how to do this. So when you leave, you don't need dad here to help you because I don't want something to happen. And You're like, oh, I know how to shoot. And the bad guy now has the gun. And so she ended up coming out and I ended up teaching her and she felt so confident. She's like, I don't want a rifle because most women like shooting rifles are easier to shoot, easier to be accurate with really fast. So she ended up being able to leave knowing how to shoot her gun that she kept by her bedside at that point. So I felt like that's very, very common. Honestly, I know a lot of guys with wives and their wives know how to shoot, but they don't shoot.
0: Frankly, it's common with dudes. In general. Almost dudes and almost nobody is current shooting.
1: Oh, I know. And that's why, I, I mean, I do a lot of funny, stupid videos on my Instagram saying like, just because you have a gun doesn't mean that you know what you're doing. I mean, I'm not saying that everybody's that way, but I know a lot of people who think that just because they have a gun, they're cool. They're, no, they're safe and they're going to be good. And then I take them out shooting. I'm like, dude, you got a lot of work to do. Like this is, this can be fiction one day, but the fact that you didn't know and you just, I mean, I've seen, I've seen girls with red dots on their guns that were never sighted in and they're pointing five feet low. Mm-hmm. I've seen girls that throw their guns in their purses without holsters.
0: Quit being such a sexist. Guys are the exact same okay, retarded. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Yep. They throw
1: in their backpacks.
0: Yep, guys are just as like, retarded.
1: And I'm only saying that because I teach women only. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, I'm kind of kidding.
1: And I was like, you carry this every day? Yeah. Like, we, this is an issue. So I made it like, that was my last event. And I had like an amazing time. It turned out amazing. This event, I learned how to make it better. So the last time I did it, it was in October. It was in San Diego. I had 30 women show up. I was the only instructor. And I make it a fun event because I think a lot of girls are intimidated because one, when they go shooting, I, mean, I did it. I went shooting with my dad and I was afraid to ask questions. So I just did the stupid stuff yep. and learned how to do it. And now I know that I can ask questions, but I've been in that situation. So I wanted to make a space where they could ask the questions and not feel stupid and not feel like there's just, a, I don't know what I'm doing.
0: Yeah. You know, the number one way to have everyone intimidated is have a bunch of like, um, uh, post middle age slightly overweight gun slinging <laughs> tack pant specialty <laughs> yeah. boot no. four holsters three guns no. big monster truck they yeah. tell you about their t- three tours in afghanistan yeah, no. now we're gonna do some shooting no. today ladies and so, the girls are like ah
1: no i tell the girls i'm like no you're going to an event and i kind of based it off like i grew up going to church and i grew up going to women's events right i catered it to like that kind of woman like you want to come out you want to take photos with the photo backdrop you want to come to brunch you want food you want vendors you want have a fun time!
0: Oh my God, you're making it like a ladies' Sunday party. That's but what with it shooting. is.
1: That's what I wanted it to be. Oh, that's
0: fantastic! So I, think I was like, great I
1: don't want it to be a shooting event. I don't so want you to come to. Can a shooting they get class. their nails
0: done while they're shooting? Uh,
1: you know what? That's a good suggestion. Because
0: I totally would. I think that would be that would be baller.
1: Maybe I should figure this out for the next one. That Not this be, next one. Like but...
0: get up, like uh, we shoot and everybody's like, don't worry about your nails because we're doing manicures that's after we rad. shoot.
1: Okay, maybe like, I'll, I'll I'll consider because, this. Yeah,
0: that would be awesome. But um, what's that? yeah and uh, i uh, the, yeah, that would be awesome and then you could have like a local nail salon come yeah. out and, and they would be all working I'd be, oh you got girlfriend you got boyfriend? look at you <laughs> yeah what's i mean mine in? are
1: getting pretty long here so it's Th- probably good so but obviously I mean, you see all my stuff i'm all pink my whole brand is like barbie themed because i mean you can still wear pink you're under 30
0: so all i do is look at you above your neck no <laughs> so I, know. I, I have mean, no like idea my, phone, my bag
1: all that kind of stuff okay. but um i mean if you saw my guns my guns are pink and chrome
0: Oh my god that's
1: all they are Perfect. you can see i can see my have checked my makeup in them it's kind of nice, rad nice so like that's what i wanted to put on for them so on top of all that stuff there's a shooting class mixed in there too and i wanted them to be able to walk away knowing like if they took their husband's gun because they're told this is in your house you have access to this for safety and protection for yeah. you especially if you have children like obviously i don't have kids but like I see the importance. If you're a mom, you're still a protector, especially if your husband's not there. I mean, you should be able to know how to do that, especially if it's in your home, not even if you're carrying it. So you need to know how to load your mags, clear your malfunctions, know how to clean it if possible. If you need to know how to like really take it apart, they need to know how to do that. And so I was like, well, I need to, I need to provide that because there's so many women who think they know how to shoot. And I want them to not come with their husbands. I actually had a dude drop off his wife at the last one. And she was like, what's going on? Like I, my husband just told me to get in the car and drop me off. Oh yeah. And I was like, honestly, kind of intense, sorry about that. But like, you're in a good hands, So we're going to have fun. And she ended up having so much fun. She's coming back to the next one.
0: You know, I think that uh, I talk to people about this all the time. One of the things I like to do when folks visit from out of town, when I have people come in internationally, whenever they come here, I'm always like, Hey, and I don't like going to the range anymore, man. I have shot everything. Exactly. I, I, I'm not into it. But I love taking people to the range, and especially new people, especially women. Um, And it relates to politics. And it relates to the Constitution mm-hmm. in America. And, you know, we get made fun of. As, as Second Amendment people, we get pishod on and yeah. made fun of across the country by people who are not gunners. And uh, the thing about it is... You know, most conservatives, many conservatives are recovering liberals. Mm -hmm. Once you've gotten your head straight, it's hard to screw your head up again and go back to the left. So you don't see a lot of conservatives that convert to liberalism. Mm -hmm. You see lots of liberals that convert to conservatism. And I would say most of us who are conservative have had a point of liberalness in our background that we shifted. Because you get presented both and at some point the facts take over. Yeah, I think... Truth and freedom all pivot. And this is a little heady for what you're talking about. The girls, you know, yeah. getting their makeup done and shooting and getting their nails done at the yeah. end. I think it's a great thing. And w- one of the things I like about it is my experience has been when I take women shooting, I see. And I and I love I love getting like a 55-year-old Jewish white lady. She's the most fucking anti-gun, <laughs> left leaning. I love getting someone like if I can get them to get over the palpitations and go shooting, it's yeah. my favorite. Because they shoot. And you can see they're all nervous. You can see their adrenaline. You can see their shoulders up. And you see them, if you can get them to relax and have that moment where they get comfortable and they kind of lean in, settle down, and they start kind of hitting targets and they see the kind of fun of the instant gratification of shooting and seeing a bullseye. Um, There's a little taste. It changes people. And uh, if you can get somebody to be more friendly about guns or to go buy one, they taste the power of it and i think that's why you know we see a lot of women jumping into firearms now it's actually i mean i don't find shooting very exciting anymore i find it boring as hell but i think people who in a world where you're you know wanting to be able to make a fire because of the zombie apocalypse well the chances are the zombie apocalypse isn't going to happen because it hasn't happened in thousands of years but it comforts us to be able to know
1: just in case it did exactly
0: there's something about being able to shoot well and being comfortable on firearms. Yeah. It's empowering. And the thing I love, you know, women, liberals and feminists talk a bullshit game about mm-hmm. women in empowerment. Exactly. It's a, they live a lie. Yep. But you are not empowered just because you say you are. Yeah. You're empowered because you take power. You're empowered because you handle power and you're empowered because... You're responsible with the power you get. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're a powerful woman. Yeah, everything else is a bullshit sales pitch. Mm-hmm. So I love seeing gals after they've shot. I like seeing the transformation of them. Yeah, I like seeing the body language chains. Yeah. I know you know what I'm talking about. And I love that confidence. So the fact you're out there doing that for so many women, I mean, I would just, I, you know, it, it, you almost want to come up with a class that's just for Democrat gals. It would be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I mean, I know there's people coming from all different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that their husbands have guns. I mean, I require that you bring your own firearm because I'm one liability. And two, like, this is made because I want you to feel comfortable in your home. At the end of the day, if you have access to a firearm and you don't know how to use it, you need to. Because that's a tool that could save your life. Granted, I'm not saying that you need to prepare for this to happen tomorrow. But if something were to happen, you need to know how to do it. And especially as a female, like... I've had so many guys in the military and they're like, you know, the biggest equalizing force that you have is a firearm as Mm -hmm. a female. You swing on a dude, you're going to get swung back as a dude. You're going to get knocked out. Right. It's just physically scientifically it's never gonna happen you
0: can't drink with the dude really you can't punch with the dude really you can't go toe-to-toe physically it is no. samuel colt is a great equalizer the gun it levels a playing field exactly yeah.
1: and i think that most people or most women i've had women who have four kids at home that you know i'm just scared i'm just scared to do it i'm like i don't really care that you're scared i am afraid for your kids
0: well you know and i'm less of a fear monger like that i'm like good good for you yeah. good to be afraid it's okay like, to be afraid it's okay to
1: be afraid and then, of the work, through it. And
0: then work through. that's it. what i'm
1: saying i'm like it's not that i don't care that you're afraid i just want you to be educated i don't even sure. care if you come shoot just come watch me educate and yeah. i don't care i don't even care about that as long as you are understanding the idea because like i know women who have husbands that are gone six months out of the year yeah they have no one there and i mean i mean for me i'm like yeah you know i'm confident going places knowing i'm alone going home knowing i'm alone and being okay with that yeah. because i know that i can take care of myself and that and at the end of the day is the most powering empowering thing
0: you know so many women uh, adult women are, are uh, when they're uh, dating men or when they're uh, you know maybe they got divorced when they were 40 and they end up being single for a decade or something one of the things that women probably i, I know from having talked to adult women uh, one of the things that they miss about a significant other or like the most when they're with them is they feel safe and they yeah. feel protected. That's and a I, real thing. And I think
1: there's a safety aspect in just knowing that, like, a safe feeling knowing you're with somebody. Sure. And I also, I actually put something on my Instagram two days ago because we're just like, we watched like Red Dawn or something. And we we're watching how like the dudes are protecting You and your boyfriend sitting
0: down having a rom com. <laughs> you guys literally are watching a like, little rom com.
1: Watching Red Dawn. We're like, yeah. hmm, this is cool. Like, that's unrealistic. That's unrealistic. But that's Which what I'm Which one? Watching. Were you watching the original watching one with Patrick one, Swayze? The new oh, one. The you new gotta one.
0: watch the original I, I
1: actually haven't seen the new one. I need to.
0: The, have you seen the original one though? No,
1: that's what I'm saying. Oh, you need to watch that You
0: gotta see that one. Yeah. The Patrick Swayze one is the best.
1: That's what I've heard. Yeah. But I need to watch it. Anyways. We're watching it and it's like i put out something on my instagram was like if you are with somebody who you're not like going into it knowing this person could possibly protect me if i needed them to protect me like for me that's a big thing knowing like mentally you have the ability to know what to do in a situation like if you're just like eh, i don't really know what to do we're gonna so, get rid things so,
0: so it's the thing is is all of these are illusions most women because i most men cannot handle themselves yeah and most women and who like the comfort of a and security of a male partner, don't really realize that their male partner will roll over and take it in the ass because he's a pussy. Yeah, because that's most of our culture. <laughs> so I think there's something amazingly powerful about women that shoot because they don't have to go external for that comfort and safety. Right.
1: Rely on yourself at the yeah, end of the day. Because always.
0: The cornerstone of this entire messy republic is personal accountability. Yeah. And when you see women, uh I, I look I don't mind a women talking a big game and, and especially if they can deliver. Yeah. I what I can't stand are feminists in this country talking a big game who can't deliver. Exactly. I'm like uh well it, it
1: discredits everybody else.
0: It discredits everybody. So you know be accountable. And the fact I, I think it's awesome and empowering and, I, you know, I want women less afraid because afraid people vote wrong, mm-hmm. afraid people wear their masks, afraid people comply to the government's yep. bullshit. Yep. People who aren't afraid, you know, it, there were fewer guys walking around all masked up. There were more women. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then of the du- there are fewer veterans walking around with masks. And, you know, there's an echelon of of, yeah. of ness and toughness that as you go along it, you see fewer and fewer masks. Yeah. And when you get to the Second Amendment gun-toting, slightly hostile, former Marine, combat veteran, none of those dudes are wearing masks. Yeah. And they're the ones creating problems for everybody. <laughs> because they're still standing at the front. They're still standing yeah. at the breach going, you know, the government's not the boss of me. Yeah. And I had a family member say, what is it you just don't like being told what to do like they couldn't they were trying to figure out what my yeah. motivation was and, and and was like that's a big part of it yeah yeah i don't like being told what to do exactly. i don't need a king
1: no that's not the that's not where we live <laughs> yes
0: i'll die in a flag happy by myself before i'll be told what to do yeah uh so it's interesting well i love seeing young people Uh kind of touched by freedom and independence and liberty and that means your parents must have done a wonderful job so pleasure meeting you i wish you the very best of luck i think it would be great for you to come back and uh kind of as you hit some milestones as things start to develop in your new home here Of course, i hope you uh want to come back and share that with us a little bit um maybe uh i'm sure maybe bobby's talked to you a little bit a little about maybe becoming one of our uh, sponsored shooters or something so maybe we can work something out yeah uh, well, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to plug? We can remind everybody, go to A-D-E-L-I-N-E dot M-A-E, Adeline May, uh, on Instagram. You yes. can check out, I guess you do uh cheeky, uh fun reels, or is that what yeah, you call them? Yeah,
1: I just, I try to be entertaining. Honestly, it just entertains me, and then that's those are the videos I put out. Yeah. um But I, that's, it's just fun. I like having fun and not having it be too serious. Having fun and being educational, that's my point
0: i can't wait to see uh i'm looking forward to seeing you put together this total like spa shooting package well
1: it's not spa no
0: but it could but be. you
1: want it to be
0: you you. It okay could so be. I, what i need girls, you to do is like, girls... build
1: a spa for me and then i'll be like a shooting range in the back
0: see i'm putting this together see this is the thing this is the benefit <laughs> you get when you come before somebody who's kind of a creative madman <laughs> you know you really Every woman wants to do a spa day. Yeah. And so to find a way to do like that Bud Light commercial. Yeah. You know where they're like, I want to watch sumo wrestling. No, I want to watch bowling. No, I want sumo wrestling. And they hit the TV with the beer, and it's the sumo wrestler bowling. Yeah. Um, you could do something that is like spa and shooting. I think it would be bitching because I know. what woman doesn't want to do a spa day?
1: Yeah, I mean.
0: Uh, and so sure. It's just
1: a little dirty out there to do a spa day. So but we can figure it out. This
0: is the this is our, I got this already coming together. Okay. okay, okay. okay. You want to hear it? Yeah. Okay so you do a half day of shooting because that's as much as most people who are new can the brain can take that's most as anybody can take quite frankly so you guys meet out there at 7 or 8 o'clock in the morning you rip it till lunch you do the little catered lunch under tents out there Mm -hmm. so everyone feels like they're on safari and then (laughs) you know and then everybody goes to a spa nearby and everybody gets to talk about the shooting afterwards get their nails done and do a spa afternoon okay that is the that is the package okay I like this and I think it would be a ton of fun and the girls would all be talking about it with their friends and that's it combines it combines two things it combines something that's familiar that is a luxury that people love mm-hmm. that women love and it combines something uh that they're going to love and they don't know it yet and yeah. they're fearful of yeah so the two things together i think would be bitching so that's my. So maybe
1: not this march 26th event but the one after
0: I'm just throwing it out there as a possible. I don't
1: have like two weeks to get that together, but I'll figure out for the next one for
0: sure. I think that would be awesome. So,
1: ladies, stay tuned. We're going to get our nails done and shoot guns. Tell me
0: you wouldn't think that was awesome.
1: I mean, I think it's cool.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of gals would.
1: Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I will plan it out. Let me write a note real fast. All right. And
0: then uh, you let us know when you're going to do that. We'll help you promote it a little bit. Okay, okay? I will. Right, cool. Thank well, that's you. great. Um, Addie, pre- pleasure having you in here. And Thank you so uh thanks much. for coming and spending a few minutes with yeah, us. Yeah, of course. All right, sports fans. It's the Greg Medford Show. Pick us up on iTunes, Spotify, and fucking wherever else you're going to see us. <laughs> Maybe even on YouTube. Who knows? They let us still put shit on there. Oh, wait a minute. We're on Rumble. Is it Rumble, Tumble, Bumble? Bumble be Rumble. It's it's, it Bumblebee Rumble? No,
1: Bumble's a dating site.
0: All right, not a dating site called Fumble. There's a dating site called Fumble. It's not that one. Is it called Fumble? No, Bumble. It should be called Fumble. Dating sites, I think, are full of Fumbles. I mean... You wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. <laughs> you you wouldn't know. You got out of high school. You bolted out of California. Your boyfriend chased you to Arizona. You know, I got to tell you something. If I was well, a kid, I would have chased your ass out we here too. at to
1: the same time. You're like,
0: wait a minute. I'm dating a cute California, Southern California blonde who shoots guns. She running off to Arizona. You know I'm funny? going too, sweetheart. We
1: actually both grew up right by the beach and we both are like, we could care less. Let's go to the desert.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the way it is. All right, you guys. Uh, we're out. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.